So one of the main characteristics of ADHD is that um, the hyperactivity. And most of the time when you think about that, you think of a kid who's like bouncing up and down or wiggling and can't sit still. Um, you know, once I said, like I said earlier, you know, always getting in trouble. But women also can have this hyperactivity, only it's internalized. It's in our brains. We think faster and you've got all these things that go on in your head. Um, and so we have that hyperactivity too. It just shows up inside. And, you know, that's one of those things that can affect us internally is, you know, we don't, we just, there's so much going on and we don't know where to put our focus. This is the M Squared Podcast featuring author Miranda Mathis. You will hear tips, tricks, and inspiration that will help you raise and educate little ones who are happy, safe, and kind. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the M Squared Books Podcast. I'm Sarah, the producer, and I'm here with the talented author, Miranda Mathis. How's it going, Miranda? It is lovely. Thanks for asking. Good to see you. Um, we're also joined today by Elizabeth McConnell, who's here to talk about ADHD and how it affects moms. Super interested in hearing about this. Uh, welcome, Elizabeth. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to speak with you about something that I help moms and parents with every single day. Wonderful. Awesome. All right. Well, first, before Miranda dives into the meaty questions, can you give our audience a quick summary of who you are and what you do? Yeah, my name is Elizabeth McConnell, and I am a therapist that specializes in working with parents of children and adolescents. So I own a private practice here in Texas. It's called Envision Therapy. And one of the main types of clients that I work with are moms with ADHD. I myself have ADHD. I am a mother of a crazy toddler. And so I've been there professionally and personally, and I love just working with this demographic. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Um, we hear about kids with ADHD all the time, but let's talk about moms. You said you were a mom with ADHD. So let's talk about that. And how does it, how does it mainly affect kids and can it show up later in life? Yeah. So when I talk to most of my clients about ADHD, they always tell me, well, I don't, I don't think I have that because like, I'm not you know, that kid in the classroom that always was getting in trouble. I'm not always moving, but there's a whole other side of ADHD that most of my clients don't know about until we start to learn about it. And that a lot of people just in general don't see. Um, so ADHD is really missed in females, whenever they're kids, adults, everything. And that is terrible because what happens is it causes more problems because most women that have ADHD also have some other conditions along with it, like anxiety or depression. And in fact, most of the parents that I work with only discover that they have ADHD because their child displayed symptoms. And so the parents do a deep dive and they talk to a professional. And when they're doing that, they're like, oh, wait, some of these actually describe me. Like, these are things that I do. These are things that, you know, are struggles for me. And so it's really interesting to, you know, learn more about it and see how it affects so many more people than you would ever think about. In fact, like if your child has ADHD, there's actually a 60% chance either you or the child's other parent also has ADHD. Okay. Yeah. Well, can you shed some light on 
how ADHD manifests itself in motherhood, particularly? Yes, I it shows up in so many different ways because it truly is a spectrum. You know, we there are so many different ways that we see it. So moms that usually have like untreated or undiagnosed ADHD, they find themselves like overwhelmed all the time. Um, they find it difficult to keep up with their kids' schedules. They find it stressful to manage their children's behaviors. And they feel like they don't really understand like why life feels so hard for them, but it looks so easy for everyone else. Um, sometimes they feel frustrated, stressed, guilty. Um, these parents typically have like a million to-do lists that they've written down, but never actually used. Um, they have stacks of papers all over the house, laundry in piles, and they wonder how other women, other parents are able to do the simple things like cleaning their house, staying organized, or moving like from thought to action. Um, a lot of the mothers that I work with find that it's actually easier to be at work all day rather than be with their kids because there's no structure unless you create the structure at home. Um, they feel inadequate. They feel like a failure of being a parent. And then most of what I see though, is sensory overload. So things like being touched out, um, loud music being just too much. Um, when kids arguing, just really like striking that nerve, um, lights being too bright, smells can be overwhelming. And then they also get physical symptoms that really aren't explained by any other things. They may get headaches, migraines, nausea, stomach aches. They have, um, sleeping problems a lot of the time. And sometimes they even pick, um, a lot of the time these parents also have, you know, overthinking intrusive thoughts, a lot of negative self-talk. And then, you know, we see the impulsivity act out a lot within their minds. It's more internal. So their minds feel like they're running a marathon, but they never actually get anything done. Wow. That's a lot. How is it diagnosed in adults? So the best thing to do is to work with a mental health specialist. So you can work with a therapist like myself that's experienced in ADHD. Um, you can work with psychiatrists if you're interested um, in possibly looking at medication. And you can also work with a psychologist. Now, your general practitioner can also diagnose it. But if they mm -hmm. diagnose that they are either going to prescribe a medication and or refer you to a mental health specialist. Is it always necessary to go in and get a diagnosis? It's not. So the main time that I ever suggest that parents get a diagnosis is if it is affecting their self-esteem, if it's affecting them socially with friendships, um, peers, children, husband, um, or professionally or academically. Okay. How do you see uh, adults and mom navigating ADHD successfully? I think that's a great question. Um, so you asked earlier about, you know, is a diagnosis necessary? And if you feel like life is a struggle, if you feel like you are overwhelmed and things just seem so much harder for you than it does for everyone else, then I would absolutely get diagnosed. And once you do that, you know, you can learn to, um, like you can still have an amazing home that's full of loving, excitement, nurture. Um, and yet you also have the like amazing ability to come up with creative solutions that neurotypical people don't typically think of. Um, I will say that with moms, especially those with ADHD, 
um, they have to take care of their needs first. And I always use that analogy of like the oxygen mask, you know, like if you've ever been on an airplane, um, the flight attendant, you know, demonstrates like how to put it on. And they say that if you're sitting beside a kid or someone who needs help with their mask to always put yours on first. And they say this because if you pass out, there's no one there to help that other person. And this is like one of the most important things for mothers to understand, especially moms with ADHD, is they have to take care of their needs first and then their children. Um, They have to get enough sleep, need to have healthy eating habits, um, ideally increasing protein if they can, and always daily exercise. And I mean, as moms, we overlook our own needs because we're so accustomed to tending to the needs of our kids or our spouse but you have to take care of your needs first. Otherwise you can't help anyone else. Wow. Are there any common misconceptions around ADHD and moms that we should know about or understand? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the main characteristics of ADHD is that um, the hyperactivity. And most of the time when you think about that, you think of a kid who's like bouncing up and down or wiggling and can't sit still. Um, You know, once I said, like I said earlier, you know, always getting in trouble. But women also can have this hyperactivity, only it's internalized. It's in our brains. We think faster and you've got all these things that go on in your head. Um, And so we have that hyperactivity too. It just shows up inside. And, you know, that's one of those things that can affect us internally is, you know, we don't, we just, there's so much going on and we don't know where to put our focus. And so if you find yourself, you know, starting doing one thing and you walk past the kitchen and you're like, Oh, I need to put this there and that there. And Oh, I forgot that I need to go pick up this from the dry cleaner. I mean, you have some hyperactivity going on. It's just internal. Do you have any uh, stories of moms finding success dealing with their ADHD that you can share with us? Absolutely. Um, I'm actually, I just started working with a mom and she shared part of her story about how, you know, growing up was so hard for her. Um, They, she's, was undiagnosed. And she just felt like she wasn't intelligent. She felt like she had never succeeded at anything in her life. Um, And this isn't for everyone. In fact, it's like I said earlier, like it's a spectrum. You know, you have people that are absolute high achievers. But for this particular mother, you know, she said she was sitting down at the table with her kid, you know, who's in grade school and they needed help with their homework and she wasn't able to do it. She wasn't able to help. And just hearing her talk about how hard that was for her and how since we've started working together, you know, she she's learning how to attend to her children in a way that she wasn't before. She's learning how to have those self-regulating skills and teach her children them, too. And so it's just once you accept that you have ADHD, once you figure out like, hey, there's nothing wrong with me, it's just my work, my brain works differently that it just transforms your whole life. It transforms your relationships, how you feel about yourself, how you talk to yourself. And it's just amazing to be a part of. And with that being said, can you give us like one or two things, women who may be struggling with this, that they can do right now to find some focus or progress with this? 
Okay, so I may not only do two, just a fair warning, because there's so many and different things work for different people. And I think what's important to remember is that what works one day may not work the next day. Um, so, you know, personally, I always suggest that my clients get up, they get dressed in the morning and getting up is really hard for someone with ADHD. You may be that person who like sits in bed and scrolls on your phone for 20 minutes and realizes like, wait, I need to move. Um, the kids need breakfast. Everything needs to happen. And so getting up, taking care of your needs first, getting dressed and something that makes you feel comfortable and confident doing your makeup. If that's something that you prefer to do. Getting that hair done, um, making sure that you're you know, eating breakfast, a balanced one, like I said, increase that protein if at all possible. Um, setting structure is the biggest way that you can thrive. If you figure out what you want to get done that day and not focus on a million things, but you know, two or three, you're going to feel more successful throughout the day. Um, knowing that, oh my gosh, timers are my absolute favorite. So if you use the timer for five minutes, you're like, I will do dishes for five minutes and set that timer. You'll be amazed at what you get done in five minutes because one of the superpowers of people with ADHD is that hyper-focus. If you set your mind at something, you decide this is the task I want to do, give yourself that timer so you know that you're about to get a short break because you need your breaks, um, but you will be amazed at what you can accomplish if you set your mind to it. Wonderful. Well, I know I'm running out of time, so I, I could talk to you all day. Thank you for being a wonderful guest. And I'm going to turn this over to my podcast producer, Sarah. Thank I you. love that. I love that timer technique. I've just yes. been trying that myself lately. And I'm like, wow, I just got so much done. <laughs> Who would have known? That's mm -hmm. great. Um, before we wrap up, um, can you please just tell us a little bit more about your passion, your mission, your business, and let people know where they can find you or contact you? Yeah. So Elizabeth McConnell, um, I work out of Texas, but I also do some parent coaching and executive fun functioning coaching um, for those with ADHD. And so I can do that anywhere. Um, if you want to get a hold of me or one of the therapists that works for me, you can email me at Elizabeth at EnvisionTherapyDFW.com. You can call us at 469-447-8246. And then we are on literally all of the platforms, um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, literally everything. Um, and our handle on each one of them, if you just do Envision Therapy DFW, we will come up. We share tips and tricks for everything, anxiety, depression, of course, ADHD, because that's my personal favorite, um, but so many other things, including trauma and couples therapy. So, I mean, it's a one-stop shop. Wow. That's awesome. I'll be sure to put those uh, links in our show notes when we publish mm -hmm. that so people can find them easily. And thank you so much for taking the time to, especially this one was a little bit of a last minute schedule and really appreciate you coming on the show and like sharing this information. Cause I think this is something I don't hear about it a lot. So I'm, I'm guessing maybe it's not out there as much and it's really good to address this. Thank you. Yeah, I wish I knew about it and I love sharing yeah. the message and helping. So thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on the, the podcast. Thanks for listening. Head over to msquarebooks.com where you can find all the latest books and hear about upcoming events like live readings. See you next time.